Hello and welcome to the Nonsense Chronicles. As always, I am Doug Sasher and I'm joined by Rob Mendiola. Hey Rob, uh, how you like it, man? We um, After 50-something days, we, we broke our record and didn't get 100 degrees. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. As of yesterday, and we actually got rain at my house. Wow. And it was a... It s- felt like 100 degrees still. Jesus, man. Yeah, it's it's been brutal. It's still pretty warm. Yeah. Yeah. I've been seeing what, you know, I mean, Dallas has been hot too, but Austin and San Antonio have been really baking hot, which you would expect because it's further in, but... I mean, it's summer, man. It's Texas. It's hot. Yeah. I mean, we usually, with the coast, though, we, you know, we, we never get too cold, but we don't get that hot. But like I said, I'd never, anywhere I've ever lived, it's never been 111. I've run across that in, you know, Palm Springs, Palm Desert but never where I actually live at, you know. I'm just so. grateful that we're not dealing with the Florida events right now. So Yeah, yeah, me that's too. That's a big yeah. plus. Yeah. You know, we wouldn't mind as long as, as – let me preface that by saying as long as nobody flooded, Yeah, we wouldn't mind some rain. But uh, the hurricanes, no. No, not so much. No, no. <laughs> no. That's, you know, the, the, the last 10 days of August and the first 10 of September, we get past that period. We're good to go. Hopefully. Yeah, and as you can tell, I don't have my uh, mic filter on yet, so I'm p- p- popping, popping a little now bit, and then. Yeah. yeah, I do it all the time. That's right. Pop life, man. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, um, today joining us uh, from Dallas, Texas, is Mr. Darren Wise. How are you yeah. doing, Darren? Doing very well, my man. How's everything? Very good. And uh, we, um, you know, I... I I had you on the list for a while, and I said, man, we need to talk to Darren. Because I told Rob that Darren is an extremely good guitarist, but he seems like he's put the bands that he does on – it's kind of like a side deal. Don't, aren't, you, are you, aren't you a studio musician? Yep. I do lots of session stuff for, for like some you know, streaming and commercials and television and film. Yeah, that's what I figured. Cause so, you stay busy on that stuff, man. Is that yeah. your is that your full time gig? It could be. Um, you know, you you get asked to do different things, or you know, you, I just I feel you know lucky and blessed enough to get asked to do enough things that I get to choose some things. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just look at them and think about what I might be able to bring the most to. You know, like. Is there something creatively I can do with it to really to help them and um, and and be a part of what they're doing, you know? Now, what about? So that, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go, oh, so I was just going to say, yeah, that, that part, you know, and it's it's a lot of fun too. You know, you get to jump in and be creative, and you know, move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. What about the? Um, are you still doing the uh, Drew Pearson show? Is that still a thing? That is going to be, he's going to, I think he's going to uh, reconvene the show um, when he has a chance. Because yeah, COVID, but, wasn't it COVID that I think that knocked that show out? Well, it had, I think, so we had it going in like 2013 and 14 and it was on Fox Sports then. And then it got 
on ABC in 2019. So he had it going for a couple of years. Then he took a hiatus, and um, that's because of his uh, NFL network and other uh, commentary stuff he was doing for different networks. And then we had, a, I think there was a contract for two years. And we did the first year, and then COVID happened, so we weren't able to do it the next year. And then he got in the Hall of Fame. And part of the, the show's goal was to bring some awareness to what was happening with him and getting into the Hall of Fame. Thank God he got yeah. in, man. Yeah, it's, uh, he, he deserves, yeah. you know, as much as I did, and I like them now because they drafted a lot of LSU players, but as much as I, yeah. that was the one team I did not like growing up in uh, Louisiana was the Cowboys, you know, but I've always, <laughs> I've always, I've always respected him and their players. And yeah, he was a fantastic player. I don't care if he pushed off against one of my favorite teams, the Vikings. He, he's a, he's a great player and, and he delivered the, um, the greatest draft pick introduction ever in Philadelphia. That that was, that was a favorite of mine, man. When he burned them, you know, that was, that was pretty good. But uh, yeah, he's got her and he's actually just like a really great guy. And he loves the NFL. And that's just kind of the culture of the NFL is, you know, I think these players, you know, they, they, they carry themselves that way where it's, you know, it's about, you know, everything that comes with, um, uh, you know, the, the, the level of what the NFL means to people, you know, it's like they, you know, they're, they're all about, you know, conduct and character and, you know, the NFL is, is really into that. So, and, and Drew is, is that kind of guy. He's, he's the kind of guy he wants to, you'll want to be a better guy being around him. And I think I could say that for pretty much all the NFL players, that you know, we we interacted with yeah, during the show. Yeah, he's a standard bearer, man. That guy's a class act, you know. And uh, yes, and uh, yeah, Rod Dawbach, you know, he's like hanging out with Moses or something. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's he is truly a like great human being. And these guys do so much for charity, and that was a big thing that the show opened my eyes to was how much the NFL does for for charity work it's it's unbelievable what they do in the communities they're in so yeah that'll be great organization yeah this this episode will be um it'll be dropping right after i think a few days probably right after the season starts so that's coming up and uh that's a good thing but what else what's up uh empires has been staying a little bit busy then huh so yeah we've just been putting out singles um, we have a, we have a record deal with the label group and, you know, you're, you're going to put out two singles a year. You know, you really, bands really only put out a couple of singles, uh, per year because, you know, radio campaigns, because of the length of radio campaigns. I mean, you put the song out and it goes out there for, you know, somewhere around three or six months. And uh, then it's time for more new music. So that's why you see singles kind of come out at the rate that they do. So we'll put out, you know, one or two singles a year. Um, one, one was released a few months ago, and it went out and charted. And that 
you know, that that worked well and they're happy, we're happy, so we're working on the next thing that's gonna come out. Yeah, man. Your uh your singer, man, he uh Bishop, he stays he stays pretty busy too. He's got a Indian another band. He's in another band, but I mean it's a, what a whole bunch of singers in it, isn't it? Yes, he does. He he has another project that he does some work in and it's it's more of a like entertainment they like travel around the world and do big events and there are you know there's kind of there's like 20 people on stage yeah i saw that man i was like jesus christ look at this man uh, uh, they get hired to do weddings like in dubai and stuff like that you know or like these massive you know it can you know they're like i don't like like a car manufacturer will be having a big VIP party someplace and they're doing that or, you know, they're playing at a country club in Palm Springs or something. It's, it's like all these really big events and there's a bunch of vocalists and people in the band and, but it's totally, it's, it's really cool. And there's a lot of entertainment happening on the stage. Yeah. He's, he's really talented, man. He's got a, he's got some good pipes. Oh, he is. Yeah. No, they have like, no, they, they have to, they have to do choreography. Lessons and oh my God. Go and see. Like everybody in that band is pretty much a uh, laser beam of, of awesomeness and entertainment. So he fits in well with that. What, what about, uh, now with you, how did you start playing guitar? What, what, uh, what was it for you? Oh, um, so I've got a, um, I've got some older siblings and they were always listening to, you know, like all the, you know, Van Halen and Led Zeppelin and, you know, anything that was like hard rock and heavy metal, you know, and I just thought that was really cool. So I loved the sound of the guitar and, uh just got into it that way you know like everybody else you know they're like this this is cool it was it was easier than playing football <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, what, what what age did you pick it up at i'm probably like you know 10 or 11 or 12 you know i had a guitar for a long time before i knew how to tune it or play it you know up to that point it was just jump off the coffee table and <laughs> you know listen to you know put on put on whatever, you know, rock music I could find and, and just, you know, think about being in a band and how much fun that would be. And then, you know, you get into high school and your friends want to jam and put together a band, something like that. So, you know, you head to the guitar center and find, find your rig. Yeah. Dream a lot. <laughs> Start playing with, you know, start playing at the parties and stuff and, yeah. you know, learning songs and trying to, you know, trying to be a musician. Well, you, and, um, and you have, it just takes directions. Like if you get into it, and, but I really was like crazy into it. And I still am where I practice like you know, five or eight hours a day. I literally play guitar like all day, all wow. night. That's nice. I've got a shit ton of stuff to work on all the time. So now what about, uh, yeah, these, these are questions that Rob's going to answer, but I, all I know about you is you are a, uh, 
a Gibson man, as far as I know. You like that heavy guitar. Yeah, you, you like that heavy guitar, don't you? Of all guitars and really doing session stuff, you're really gonna play whatever the producer is asking you for. You know, we'll go, you know, this is this is the track, this is the sound we want. So let's use this amp and let's use this guitar. And you know, we're usually on the same page with that. You know, mm -hmm. I can usually guess what's coming next, you know, as far as the equipment goes. So I, I love everything. Um but I think like Gibson's kind of was always the center of the universe for me because of, um, you know, Led Zeppelin and Kiss and Van Halen played them sometimes. I just always thought it was like the it was like the guitar to have. It was you know, it was really nice guitar and kind of an unobtainable thing growing up. So I, I was always in love with. Yeah, well now you've now you've obtained all of them apparently. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah, typical, man. You know, it's yeah. like it's like going to CJ's house and you know, he's got a wall of guitars up there, you know. So most of those guys do, you know. But uh Yes. Yeah, yeah we, and most guitar players will they love all guitars, you know. It's like you can stick them in a room full of guitars and they're going to be like, this is cool. You know, and then you just kind of work your way into, you know, what really works for you and, you know, what's your personal. Yeah. We, uh, uh, Brian, uh, almost not Brian, Darren and I met, um, at the, uh, run for your life festival, which is also called, uh, Rocklahoma during mm -hmm. uh, tornado season. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you remember that? Remember that weekend, man? Yes, yes, I do. That's and when the storm came through. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's there's always something happens with the weather. Yeah, and they shifted. Yeah. yeah, they shifted it to the fall now. You know, or I guess it's coming up. But you know, they had a. I asked. Um, I was able to cook for Brian Welch, uh, head not too long ago, a couple times. And, uh, cool. that was one of the first questions I asked him. I said, Hey, uh, remember when y'all had, when, remember when y'all took that spot from when Ozzy dropped out and yeah, uh, you remember the tornado siren going off right after y'all got off the stage? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that definitely was, that That's was funny. Cool. Yeah. It was, it was scary as hell, but it was funny because there's nothing around there, man. It's yeah. just feel forever. In fact, I was looking, I was like, man, how far yeah. to like a ditch? Cause they just, <laughs> you know, cause you can try and go lay down. It's it's not fun. Yeah, it's scary stuff. <laughs> yeah. But um what's next on for you, man? What's what's uh what's the next project you're rolling on to? Well, um so let's see. Um I've got a project with a girl that was on the voice and she wants to write some music and put out stuff. So we're working on some songs for her. And I'm working on the next single for Empires, uh, actually with some people that do programming for songs. You know, they do the electronic stuff to, with songs. So we've got like, actually, we've got a couple of people working on one song right now. That that song's been in production since November. I so that's so long. Yeah. So basically, we demo up songs and we send them to a label and some producers and they listen to it and they'll, they'll choose the single, right? You know, you send them four or five, 10 songs 
as many as you have prepared. And then they choose a single and they go, this is the next single and go to work. So then you start recording that song. And that's the process of that. Only this one, the last one we did, we did in Los Angeles um, with a producer named Eddie Wall, who's done you know a whole bunch of stuff. Um, and uh, so the next single, you know, you just want the production of these to go up. So they have to, they have to get, they have to be as good or they have to get better. Yeah. So you just stay on it until you're really happy with it until, until they're really happy with it. Hey, y'all put out some yeah. goods. In fact, just your last, you know, couple projects, man, it has been some really good songs on that he's done. And I'm like, yeah, okay, what's next? What's next? You know? So that's good. I Thanks, didn't, man. Yeah, I I really have enjoyed everything that you've done. I was telling Rob about you. I said, man, he's a heck of a guitarist. You'd like him. So, you know, it's uh, and a nice like and a nice guy and what a dad of what, two kids? Yes. Yep. He's cool. He's got the full schedule. Busy. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So it's just that. And, like, next week I'm going to do some promo videos for uh gibson and a pickup manufacturer and there is uh there is a group of veterans that build their own effects pedals right yeah they're like would you demo some of these for us and everything and i was like absolutely they're like what do you want to do that i'm like i'm doing this for free dude you guys are you know thank you for your service and everything and uh so they sent me the demos for them, sent it back to them, and that was like a year or two ago, and I don't want me to do some more of their new stuff. So I'm going to take care of it. Do you have any official sponsors? Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, it's Gibson and cool. you know Jim Dunlop USA. Those are all the picks, yep. stuff like that. Perhaps. Um, Ernie Ball, which I use their guitars also. Those are like my strats. You know, mm-hmm. so all strings and guitars. And um, Cardinalette is a this hand-wound pickup company from. They're actually from South Louisiana, and the guy is super cool. He's working with a bunch of people. He's made some pickups for me, so those are really cool. And uh, got a deal with Mesa Boogie. Nice, nice. Now wait, the guy, the, the guy out of South Louisiana, where's he out of? Um, he is out of, he's out of, uh, his name's Jeff Richard. Yeah, that's it. Go ahead. He owns Aaron Dillette pickups and he owns a music shop and he's, he basically build guitars and refret guitars and everything. It's called the Fret Shack. And it's in Baton Rouge. And he's like the coolest, nicest guy. And he's building pickups for a bunch of people. And um, he's, you know, he's always at the guitar shows and mayhem and stuff like that. Hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. You know, I'm glad to hear hear a little stuff like that about back home, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. He's building guitars and pickups for like Stephen Blaze and. Um, Scott Dallover from Dangerous Toys and a couple of other shred guys and just 
knows how to build stuff for guitars. He's a super, super cool guy. He's, he's a Cajun guy that builds guitars. <laughs> yeah, it's good when you can find somebody that's good at that, you know, for your gear. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's so we're going to do a little playthrough video for them where I'm just in the studio and play through a track and film it and send it to them. Then they can use it for like whatever they want to do. Mostly they want you to put this stuff on social media. Yeah. Share it out there and tag them. And, you know, we have a publicist from the record label that helps us with that to make sure it gets out there and gets seen. Yeah, that is definitely the name of the game right now. Uh, influencers, man. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, you know, it's kind of, you know, it's like it's it's like TV or radio now. It's like there's more people on that than anything. So yeah. you know, get it in front of people. You're helping them sell their product and, that, you know. But it's always stuff I really like, you know. Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's – um. You know, so that's where a lot of the ad money is going right now. With companies all every you know in every genre is uh, with a lot of influencers instead of the TV advertising because this is what you know kids or anybody this is what they're watching. This is what's being fed nonstop to them, and that's what they they're getting in their heads and seeing. And you know, that's all the difference. Everything is a clip. Everything is a thirty second clip, fifteen seconds. You know, it's absolutely. Yeah. No, I thought it was funny when a publicist told me that, you know, you know how many people are on Facebook? I'm like, I don't know. And they're like, well, there's more Facebook accounts than there are people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause we know a few people with a few accounts. Yeah. I'm like, is that more than TV? They're like, yes, more people with accounts than TVs. I'm like, okay. Oh my God. I yeah. guess. <laughs> hey boy. Now, uh, with Empires, what are y'all, are y'all going to be doing any more uh, playing around? Are y'all going to stay pretty busy? or we've got, we've got shows through the rest of the year. They're mostly in North Texas. We got offered a few tours this year, but they were all things that really didn't work um, with, with everyone's schedule. But we think, we, think we've, we think we may have fixed that now. So um, we'll... We'll be able to do a tour. That's possibly this, but definitely this springtime we'll do it. That's good, man. Heck yeah. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think, am I going to see you tomorrow? Uh, what's on tomorrow? Uh, at Trees. Oh, yeah. Um, Absolutely, yeah. No, I gotta go down there. Man. Yeah, I figured. See, now I made you. So you have to go now. Yeah, no. Yeah, I've known Paul for years and years and years, and the guy like just always treated me like family and super, super great guy. It's weird that there's going to be a trees without him on. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, uh, we're talking about uh, our friend uh, Paul Beasley, who worked at Trees forever and a day, and he uh, suddenly passed last week, so they're going to do a celebration of life. And, yeah, I mean, they'll have some people there because I already know CJ and all those guys are going to be there. And, uh, yeah, they'll they'll have people from all over come because he's first class, nice, big heart. And, uh, yeah, 
gonna have to go with it's gonna have to stick with the memories because yeah it's uh that's gonna be in dallas yeah it's tomorrow so cool. yeah get to see a lot of people tomorrow but uh d paul will now definitely be one of them since he's been put on the spot yeah no i i, I remember that um there's there's gonna be a lot of people man that's gonna be you know it's there's there's gonna be a lot of uh a lot of memories oh yeah discuss. yeah flags and just everything yeah and uh he he's like a part of the family down there you know yeah he's been there forever man him and chris both you know worked there for quite a long time and uh and um yeah i hate to it's gonna be hard on them they'll all get big hugs tomorrow man yeah, I was talking with Kenny, the drummer of Messer, and I've known him forever. We've known each other like since childhood, basically. And um, we were talking about we don't really remember a time when Chris, you know, didn't work there. Yeah, so, it, was, it was either there or the Bomb Factory or, you know, Canton Hall for a little while as well. But you know, they between the between all of them, you know, they all rotate they rotate those people, you know, so. That's always a good thing in Dallas. If I needed, a, hey, what time is the set time? You know, you could. I had to call you. I'd either text Paul or text uh, Chris and find out. You know, <laughs> hmm. yeah, it's. Uh, you know, when you get a little bit older, you start dropping some friends, man. And we, I've seen, we've seen a couple of that lately here. So yeah, it's. Uh, it's never fun, but we had some great memories along the way. That's what it's about. Yeah. Making memories. That's right. We're going to wrap it up, and uh, I appreciate you talking to us, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Great great meeting you, my friend, and great catching up with you, Doug, and I will I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, and this is the Nonsense Chronicles, and uh, once again, we thank you for listening, and please like and subscribe.